to <laughs> forge platonic friendships with drunk women they meet downtown. <laughs> Welcome back. Hi. It's, it's been a while since we've spoken to you all. It has. It's been... Okay, so you were saying our last episode was May? It was May, May. When yeah. was that? I don't know. It's, it's been multiple fortnights. It was pre-Christmas, I think. I don't know. I can't remember. I think it was. Okay, Jesus. Okay. Uh, yeah, I think it was because the last episode... Okay. So it's, we, been a, it's been a minute. Yeah. So we actually recorded an episode a few months ago. Yes. And we had full intentions of posting it but what happened was at the beginning of the episode we each took an edible and then we thought we'd have like a good solid hour before they kicked in but about i think it was like 45 minutes in it kicked in like full blast and for you man you were <laughs> and i literally laughed for like 10 solid minutes and yeah. the episode ended and i think the episode was good up until that point but then we kind of just petered out and it did not have a <laughs> Distinct ending. Which... It, it's a good um, PSA to not do drugs, really, because like I had a great time. It literally, <laughs> I had a great time too. But it really shows just how much your brain melts. Uh, my favorite part was Kaylee was texting a friend of ours, and then after <laughs> we said something about Mountain Dew, and she went to Google it. But instead of Googling it, she texted Mountain Dew to this person. <laughs> That was really funny. And, like, as funny as it is now at the time, like, that was so funny. Like, I couldn't, I couldn't regain composure. Um, yeah, so kind of like a lot's happened since then, but also nothing's happened. And it's all this kind of ambiguous pile of crap. Um, Speaking of piles of crap, uh, let's talk about Wednesday. <laughs> okay. All right, let's, let's roll on into it. Um, so I am very single. And um, definitely am feeling the pandemic loneliness. And I thought that it was going to be easier to meet someone during the pandemic. I feel pretty let down by that. Yeah, I agree. I thought the general attitude towards coupling would be a bit different than it seems to be. Yeah, because you'd think that people would be like, oh, I actually need to pick one person for a while. Yeah. Suss it out before I move on to the next person. No, no one gives a shit. Everyone's still incredibly fickle. Yep, everyone's a dill hole. No, like, they can't even, like commit to you for like i don't know a few weeks during a, a crisis <laughs> exactly like so it really goes to show like there's absolutely no stakes where somebody will actually um want to invest if they didn't already want to you can't fucking force anybody's hand who doesn't want to but anyway my attitude certainly uh changed i think like i was more eager to find a partner once the pandemic hit because now i'm like shit i'm at home all the time i'm bored there's nothing to do so um, I downloaded Hinge, uh, I guess it was the beginning of February. Yeah, it was the beginning of February. Um, and I had my vaccines and I thought this is like a good time, um, to really like, like date, date. And I can like maybe meet a couple people and be kind of like, I don't know. Like Play I, the feel? No, like I think, it, like I think an outdoor date is fine for like your first date or a phone call or something that's like, it gives you a read on a person. And if they're interesting, then you can pursue that to a next date. I don't think you should be like, I planned 40 first dates in a row, but you can be like, um, anyway, so. You put some feelers out. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I started talking to this guy and he, okay, so this is important to know. We started talking on, it was a Wednesday, actually. So we like started talking. It was like 10 o'clock at night. We had a great conversation. He was very good at messaging back. He seemed capable of working a phone. All important. Um, All important skills for a modern man. To <laughs> yeah. He asked me what my criteria was for meeting somebody in person. And I said, like, um, you know, they have to seem like a reasonable human being via message, I guess. Mm -hmm. Um, and I said very specifically that I wasn't looking for a hookup situation and I asked him what he was looking for and he said he had been single for six months and he was looking, um, to meet somebody essentially. So I was like, great. So we set up a date for Saturday. So four days later and then I worked, he worked, blah, 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 blah. And then Saturday at like five 30, cause we set up the date for seven. 
I still hadn't heard from him all day, which always makes me feel weird, right? So I had to message him and be like, hey, are we still on? And then he's like, oh, yeah, for sure. Which, like, I don't love that. Like, I think courtesy would dictate getting in touch day before or early day of just to confirm. Because we've all been in situations where you thought you had plans with someone. Yeah. But the other person had changed their mind and not told you. Especially when it's someone you've not met yet before because that's the flakiest point. Yeah. And, like, also you have to make reservations right now. And, like, anyway. So I took the liberty of making a reservation before I even asked him if we were still on. But it just kind of left, like, a Ugh, kind of feeling... Um, like I don't, it feels like it's not putting the best foot forward. Yeah. So anyway, so we plan to meet for a drink, um, at seven. So we get there at seven. He's waiting outside. He is like very handsome. He really is. He's super fit. He owns his own business. Uh, he's a coach. Um, and so he's really interested in sports. He's really interested in fitness. It shows he looks like his pictures, which is always a good thing too. Um, and he was very charming, which they always fucking are. On a first date, everyone is charming except total crap sex. Like, I think anybody, regardless of their intention, can do a good first date. Anyone can pull it together and pretend to be a decent human being for one evening. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I try and not read too much into a first date because it's like, you know. Anyway, so I really, really love true crime shows. A lot. Of course. Of course. And it's a, it's a cliche for women. I don't think it is. It is. Anyway, so I love murder. So <laughs> he, I don't remember how this came up, but basically I was talking about, a, there was a story I had seen recently where this guy kept killing his wives and he would get married and then after five years he'd kill one and then he'd get another one and he'd kill her. And it's then, cheaper than a divorce. Well, because he took life insurance policies out on them and oh, he would make all the money. Smart. Yeah. Smart. But he was killing them in the exact same way, and it was super obvious. And then once they found it out, they were like, oh, duh. Anyway, so I made a joke. He said that he had had three significant relationships previously in his life. And I said, well, as long as they're all still alive, then we don't have a problem. And he said, well, two of them are. (laughs) And and I wanted to die. Like, I felt horrible. And, like, the way that he said it was, like, quick and witty But it was still with a tone of remorse. Like, it was still a horrible moment that happened. And I didn't know how to come back from it. And I laughed, which is terrible. And then I just started explaining. And I explained for way too long. And I was like, ah, murder, 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 murder. Like, no, 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 no. You don't get it. It was about murder. But what I should have done has been like, you know, I'm so sorry. I don't even know what to say now. I hate that. You know, it actually, like... I understand people do it because they don't know what else to say. You don't want to come off like an asshole. But if someone mentions in any sort of way something unfortunate that happened to them, like, oh, my mom died of cancer, and people say, oh, I'm so sorry to hear that. It's like, fuck off. But it was like, maybe that was 20 years ago. I'm over it. Yeah, the delivery is important. But it, it was just this horrible moment of like, obviously I didn't mean that, but it was just like this really unfortunate circumstance. So did you find out... If they, she died while they were together? I never really got a solid read on that. I don't... That makes a big difference, too. It does make a big difference. Based on some stuff he said later, I, do, I think that they weren't together. Mm-hmm. Because he mentioned his last girlfriend who he was dating um, was a different person, from what I understand. And this person passed away a few years ago. Okay. Um, so, I don't think so. But I never directly asked. But anyway, so in my mind, I was like, oh, well, the date's over. Because it was, it, was, it was truly an awful moment. And it went on and on and on. Well, and on. <laughs> I tried. <laughs> Time to be hitting the dusty trail. Um, yeah, so the date lasted like three hours, mm-hmm. which was a long time. because That's a long time for first date. Yeah, but it's because the service was very slow. Oh. So we just had appies. And I had one glass of wine. He had two. But I was, like, really ready to leave because I was really tired. And, like, that's a long time to sit dead across from somebody who you don't know. That you insulted. That you deeply insulted. Um, Yeah, so I kind of made a comment, like, oh, like, we should probably get going. And he's like, oh, we're having a great time, though. Like, aren't we having a great time? And, like, he was just so fucking charming and yada, yada, yada. So anyway, so then finally the bill comes or the waitress comes and she's like, how do you want to separate the bill? And we both look at her and before I can be like, We'll split it. Because I always say that on a first date. Like, always, always, always. He was like, we'll split it. But he, like, 
he was like so on it, like so like, well, we'll split it. And then, but I was like, uh. The waitress was like, Eddie, we'll split it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like it was very keen. Um, and then she walked away and then I was like, uh. Because it was just, again, it was just an awkward moment that kind of makes you go, oh. And then, so anyway, I kept talking about what I was talking about before. And then he's like, well, pause. Like, I want to talk about what just happened. And I was like, what just happened? And he's like, I want to talk about, the, you know, why I didn't offer to pay. And I was like, that's fine. Like, we don't have to. Like, you pay for you. It's I'll pay fine. for me. Yeah, yeah. Like, you're not obligated to pay. Yeah. And I was like, I always offered to pay on dates. Like, I, you know, I don't expect that. And he's like, well, it's just that, you know, it gets really expensive. Like, these, like, dates really, like, first dates add up. And, like, he just, he made it sound like he didn't want to pay for the multiple first dates he was He needs to take it alone because he's courting (laughs) so many women. Yeah, and it's like, he didn't fucking have to say that. He could have just been like, sorry, I prefer to split the bill until I'm, like, dating somebody or something. Or whatever it is. It's, It's tacky. Like, when you meet someone, especially for a first date... Everyone knows going into it, both of you are probably talking to other people, yeah. going on other dates and meeting other people. Like, ever, everyone knows that's that's what's going on. But to directly say so is kind of tacky. It's super gross, right? And super unattractive. I just don't want to know. Um, yeah, so it was just a really uncomfortable moment. We both paid. Um, and then he walked me out to my car, which was by where he parked anyway, so whatever. And then he kissed me, and he kissed me, which is important to the story. So he kissed me, he asked for my phone number, because he didn't have it yet, and then he asked if we could go on another date. And he said the word date, which is also fucking important. Fucking asshole. So then um, a few days go by, and then we didn't really talk, but then like after a first date, some people have that like three-day rule or whatever where you don't text somebody. Yeah. It's a little thing, so That's I was like... stupid. Yeah, like, whatever, and he said he had some busy days coming up, and I had busy days, and whatever. Um, so then I finally broke and texted him, and I was like, oh, hey, like, these are the days that I'm off. Are you free one of those days? Do you want to go for a hike? And then he was like, yep. So we went for a hike one day. Hiking date. Have very West Coast. Well, I don't know. It's also, again, COVID, and also, he doesn't want to do stuff that costs money. Oh, right. <laughs> so it's, like, this weird thing. So, yeah, so he came to my house, and he picked me up, and my dog, and his dog, and I, and my dog, went for a hike. And it was okay, but it was kind of like, I don't know, just a hike. It wasn't like a sexy hike. And then he... He didn't whip his dick out at Theus Lake. <laughs> no, he, was, <laughs> he wasn't a prince, let's just say that. So then, yeah, so the hike happened, he dropped me off, um, he didn't come in or anything, and then I went home. And then he didn't message me again, and, like, a few days went by, and it was kind of a bummer. So then I texted him again. And that, it's always a shitty thing where when you're, I'm going to wait, and I'm going to wait for him to text me first, and then you cave. And, like, I, yeah. I don't have the willpower to do this, so I need, that feels so shitty. It feels horrible, yeah. especially since I know he can initiate, and he was the one who showed interest in me on the first date, so I was like, oh, it just must be his communication style. He must be busy. And you start making up all the fucking excuses in your head because you want to be understanding and you want to be like, you know. You don't want to write someone off too soon. Yeah. So I texted him on a Saturday and I said that, um, you know, I was getting off work and does he want to come over and have some wine? So he came over. We drank like three bottles of wine. That was a lot of wine. It's a lot you. of wine. Yeah. I mean, he drank really. But yeah, I was pretty drunk. And I don't really drink now. So that was a lot. And I didn't eat because I wanted to look skinny. So I was, like, pretty hammed. We watched The Office and full made out for a while. And then we ended up banging. And it was great. And, like, this is also the frustrating thing is that when that happened, he was, like, a great communicator. He was super lovely. He was, like, Mr., like, good at getting consent guy. Like, he, like the whole thing was just, like, very pleasant and lovely and nice. And then... Maybe it's because he's got his routine down so, so cold because he t- goes in with all these women. <laughs> and that's what it... That's <laughs> that are bankrupting him. <laughs> that's totally what it felt like. It felt too smooth, right? Like, anyway. So I had to work really early the next day. And I was like, look, I have to get up at 5.30. But you're welcome just to... You can stay here if you want to. Which is very, very unlike you. Yes, it is very unlike me. Usually I'd be like, get the fuck out. Like, yeah. I'm leaving. But I... Felt like he was trustworthy, and I liked him, and I thought, like, oh, you know what? For once, I'm not going to be a dick. 
I'm going to be, like, inviting to this I'm person. I'm going to do the opposite. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to host this person like yeah. a host. I'm not going to be like, get out. So anyway, so he was like, oh, great. Yeah, thanks. And I went to work. And then he didn't text me all fucking day. Which I think is weird. I think in that situation, the, again, the courteous thing to do is to send someone a text and let you know that you've left their home. Yes. It's creepy. And that they're not going to be sitting on your couch waiting for you like a fucking monster. When yeah. Yeah. So all day I was like looking at my phone, looking at my phone, looking at my phone. Because I didn't want to text him and be like, hey, are you gone? Like it was just, just fucking weird. So he finally texted me at 5 p.m. And he said, thanks for the night. Like had fun. And I was like, okay. Because it wasn't a very, it wasn't mean, but it wasn't nice. It was just kind of like. Very vanilla. It wasn't... There wasn't not a lot of thought to put it Yeah. Um, and then several days went by. And then I texted him and he didn't answer me. I think. I might be fucking this up. Oh, I forgot one part. Anyway, it doesn't matter. And then it got to the point where, like... I felt really frustrated because so many days had gone by and he had ignored me. That I texted him and I said, hey, can we talk on the phone? And he said, is everything all right? And I was like, yeah, but can we, you know, just... Talk on the phone. And so we had this big, long talk, and I was like, you know, like, it doesn't feel right. Like, we've had sex with each other, and then you've kind of disappeared, and, like, I've texted you, and you didn't answer me, and, like, I'm getting really mixed signals. And he was like, oh, my God. I, that's so not my intention. I would never want to give mixed signals. And, like, this is just how I communicate. And Poorly? Yeah. And he was and like, which, that's a fucking red flag. It when, is a red flag. Tells you up front, I'm shitty at texting. I'm a bad communicator. That's code for, I'm going to treat you like shit. And because I'm saying this, you have no right to complain. Yeah. Yeah. And then so we made plans. And he was like, oh, I'm so sorry. Why don't you come over and I'll make you dinner? And I was like, okay, that's pretty nice. Like, this is a good result from that conversation. And we planned for, we planned for Wednesday. And then, um, okay, yeah. So Tuesday was his birthday. And he said he was going to go skiing for the day. So I texted him on Tuesday and I was like, oh, hey, happy birthday. Like, I hope you're having a great day skiing. And he was like, thanks. Yeah, it should be great. And then I texted him again later and I was like, oh, like, how was your, how was your skiing? And then he never answered me. And then the next day he texted Which, if you're skiing, it's fine. It's plausible. You're on the hill. You're driving up to Washington. Yeah. Whatever. Totally. So then he texted me the next day at four. We're supposed to have dinner that night at his house. I haven't heard from him about the plans. He hasn't given me a time, blah, 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 blah. So then he texts me at four and he's like, oh, hey, I hope you're having a great day. Just wondering if we can reschedule um, for tomorrow. Like, instead of doing dinner tonight, can we do it tomorrow? And I was like, no, like I've already, oh, because originally it was supposed to be Tuesday. Then he changed it to Wednesday and then he wanted to change it to Thursday. So I was like, no, I've already changed my plans once. Like, that's the, this is the night that I'm free. And then he was like, oh, okay, I guess we can do it tonight. Um, no problem. Do you have any allergies? So it was, like, very clear he had done no planning. Like, he was like, what do you want to eat? And I was like, fucking 4 p.m. already. And then I was like, it's fine. I don't, like, whatever is fine, but I just need a solid plan now because I need to plan the rest of my day. And then he didn't answer me for a long time again. And then he was like, how about 7 p.m.? And I was like, fuck you. You could have said that four hours ago. You could have said that yesterday. You could have said that last week. Yeah, so he always makes it so it's so last minute that I have no fucking time to get ready. Which is infuriating. That is infuriating because that means he wants me to fucking say, like, oops, I made another plant. Like, he doesn't want to be the bad guy. So, like, what he's saying is good, but his actions are shitty. And he's not the kind of person who's ever going to own his shitty actions. He's always going to be like, but I was nice. Like, anyway, so by the time I got there, I was kind of fucking annoyed. Um, so he made dinner and then I asked him like, oh, how's your skiing? And he's like, oh, I actually didn't go skiing. And I was like, okay. Cause like we had talked about it like three times by that point. Yeah. And he totally could have texted me back and I was like, oh, what did you do? And he's like, oh, I spent the day with my friend Andrea. She's like a really good friend of mine. And, um, they got drunk together all day. And then like, I think she stayed there. And they, like, later they went to a fire at his friend's house. And then another woman bought him flowers that he had at his house. And, like, I think that you should have friends of the opposite gender, 100%. Like, it's a red flag if you don't. But the way that he talks about his female friends is really off-putting. Because he'll be like, they're so beautiful. And, like, it's just gross. Like, 
I don't think that any of our fucking male friends no. would describe us Hot, as beautiful. Uh, like a couple of years ago, uh, a, a guy friend of mine, he and I went day drinking for his birthday, and he would never ever be like, "Oh, Denise, she's such a beautiful person." No, they'd be like, "Denise is a cunt from Newfoundland, but she knows how to have a good time." Like, uh, yeah, it's that's too. It's gross. It's I don't I'm not sure that was that. I don't want to say it's too, too intimate of a way to describe someone, but it's just like it's creepy. It's not, like, you wouldn't describe, he wouldn't describe a male friend like that. He wouldn't be like, oh, Mike is so beautiful. <laughs> he just means so much to me. We have such a great connection. Yeah. He's, like, he wouldn't say that, right? And he didn't fucking, when we went hiking, too, like, like, I was, like, raining and I was wearing, like, I don't know, gym clothes and I looked like shit. And we walked by this group of, like, clearly, like, 18-year-old women. And he was like, oh, hi, like, how's your day? And I was, like, totally chatting up these, like, really young women and I was like, fuck you! I'm right fucking here. That is very tacky. It's so tacky. And they were obviously, like, very thrilled with themselves because, like, older hot man's, like, giving them attention. It's like, hi, we need to go home and do our homework now. Yeah, and, like, I, they probably thought I was his, like, dumb sister. Like, it was just such a horrible moment. And I can't, like, you can't call somebody on that. Cause In then the you, moment. Yeah, because then you're the fucking crazy one, then right? you're jealous. And- yeah, why are you making a big deal out of it? So you always have to like anyway. So anyway, so then dinner happened, and then we banged again. Oh, and we also banged another time before I had a root canal because I was in a lot of pain, and I took a couple T threes. And he came over because he wanted to quote unquote give me oxytocin. Nothing tangible. Not like can I pick you up anything? I know you can't eat or anything like that. Just I'm gonna come over and give you oxytocin. So he came over and banged me when I was high on T threes. I'm gonna give you oxytocin via my penis. <laughs> Yeah, so he's a good guy. So anyway, so then dinner happened, we banged again, and then he told me that he has a really busy two weeks coming up at work. So I said, okay, what do you need from me in the next two weeks? Do you want me to full stop leave you alone for two weeks? Which I hate the fact that I even said that. Like, that's actually like a total betrayal of myself and my own needs. That's a really shitty thing to do. The fact that anyone, yeah, like the fact... That you thought that would be a plausible option that he might expect is shitty. No matter, no matter shitty. how busy you are, you all can always text someone before you go to bed. Yep. You know, something. Yep, 100%. If you like somebody, you have enough time to do something, even if it's just a one second check No in. one is busy literally every second of the day. Yeah, not even the surgeons who work no. 20 hours a day. Everyone's got to poop. Yep. You got some time there. Yep. Yeah, it's so, it's so full of shit. Anyway... So he's like, no, no, because he knows when you say it out loud, then it's shitty, right? So he's like, no, no, like there's, there's always some time that can be found. And then I was like, okay, well, like, when can we check in? Because I've learned with him, if you don't make a specific fucking plan, nothing will ever happen. So then he said, I'll text you. Oh, what did he say? Oh, we were going to text on Sunday. Mm -hmm. And then on Sunday, he's like, I'll message you on Wednesday. And we'll make a plan about the next time that we're going to meet up. But it's probably going to be Friday or Saturday, which was the day I was off. So fucking Wednesday comes along. So this is a week later. He messages me at like, I don't know, 8 o'clock at night. No, 745. 745. I remember this. And it said... Happy Wednesday, exclamation mark. And I looked at it for so long because I was like, clearly he's sending another text. Like, because he has an Android phone, so okay. I couldn't see the little da, 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 yeah. So like, waited, waited, waited. You waited, nothing. you waited for the actual text. Yeah, because that's a fucking insane thing to text. That's a nothing. That's, that's like, yeah. What that means is, I said I was going to text you, here's your text, shut up and don't, like, yeah. you don't get to complain. Yeah. That's like sending someone a letter that says, Dear Denise, and that's it. What? Yeah, it's like sending someone a blank postcard and say, Well, I sent you a postcard. Yeah, you can't possibly be mad. So I waited like 20 minutes, and then I texted him, Happy Wednesday. Because I didn't want to do the fucking work for him. Shit in, shit out. Exactly. Like, because I know what he wants me to do. He wants me to initiate. He wants me to do the heavy lifting. He wants me to, like, he wants to be chased, which is the most repulsive thing in the world to me. So he's. I don't know. It's not. I think it is for me. But, it, like, it, it needs to be back and forth. But then it's right? not chasing. I guess, yeah. Like, that's the thing. Nobody wants to 100... I don't want to be Peppy Le Pew. <laughs> like, yeah. I want to be... You do some, I do you some. You like a rapist? <laughs> yeah, that's not for me anymore. 
<laughs> turn a new leaf. So yeah, so I don't want to chase people. Um, yeah, so I said he said happy Wednesday. I said happy Wednesday. And then at 10 o'clock at night, he still hadn't answered me. And then so I sent him a pretty fucking butthurt message that was just like, so I guess we're not going to check in then? Like that was the, that was the check-in? And then he instantly responded and he said, sorry, I'm still on the phone with my manager. It's been a really crazy day. And then I like... Fine, but the, the whole point of checking in on Wednesday was to make plans for your next meeting. Yep. If that has not been done then you didn't accomplish the Wednesday task that you agreed upon. Yeah, and also, many options he had. Instead of saying happy Wednesday, say those two words, because he only had two words, apparently, at that time. So just hold on to them. And then later, when he had enough time to send the full sentence, instead, he could have said, I can't talk tonight, can we do tomorrow? Like a normal person. Or, hey, I'm really busy. Uh, I know we're supposed to check in today. Can we just say we're going to do Friday or we're going to do Saturday? And that's an important distinction. I think if someone cancels plans with you, uh, if they don't try to reschedule at that time, that is a terrible sign. That is a terrible sign. Like if I wanted to see someone and, you know, I had an emergency come up, I wouldn't just say, I can't make it tonight. End of sentence. I'd be like, I can't make it tonight. How? Yeah. How's tomorrow? How's next week? How's whatever? I'm sorry is also important. Anyway. So then I was like, okay, well, I can't wait anymore because then it was 1030 mm-hmm. and I said, I'm going to bed. And he never answered me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then like days went by and then I sent him a message that was like, you know what, Wednesday, I've been really clear with you. I've been really direct with you about what I want and what I didn't want. And I was super honest that I was not looking for a hookup situation. Um, and then I explained why the Wednesday situation pissed me off, yada, yada, yada. And then he didn't answer me for four days, which at that point, it's like, fuck you. You know you're upsetting me. You know you're being a dick. You just do. There's no way that you don't know I'm that. upset that you're not texting me, and now you're not texting me after the message I sent you telling you that I'm upset that you're not texting yeah. me. And then he said in his message, which was really condescending, that, well, I know intermittent communication can be frustrating. I run a business and blah, 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 blah. Like, it was just bullshit, 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 bullshit. And I had been so lax in the communication with him. Like, I did not expect much. I expected next to fucking nothing. And then he basically went on to describe, and I can't remember the language that he used, that he's looking for someone who doesn't, who, oh, he said he's looking for friendship, which is super cute because we met on a dating app. Um, that, yeah, you don't get to, I hate this whole fucking friends. I'm looking for friends. No, if you're you want, not. If, you, if you're looking for friends, join a fucking club. Get yep. a hobby. Yep. You're not looking for fucking friends. You have enough beautiful women friends as it is. Like, You're looking for someone to fuck you on your terms and not complain. 100%. The someone that you can fuck when you have a minute and they're not allowed to have anything beside that. They don't. And that's the thing too is like I wish that men would write a list of qualities that they want in a woman and then in the next column write a list of qualities that they're willing to give. Because I don't think those lists would ever match. Because, like, the shit that he described when we first met was like, oh, I want someone confident and driven who has her own goals, blah, 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 blah. And it's like, but who you're describing is, like, a mature person with their own life. That person would never put up with your shit. Exactly. You want somebody with self-esteem, you say, but actually you want someone whose self-esteem is so low that you can treat them like nonstop shit. And that's kind of gaslighty a little bit, too. Like, when you're saying one thing, you're doing another, like, anyway... So it was not a very good text message. And then he said um, that I was looking for an instant relationship, which is absolutely not true. Asking someone to text you to make plans is not, I need you to be my boyfriend. No, it's I need, I need you to treat me with common courtesy. And exactly. Respect. That's it. Baseline courtesy. And I, I didn't say anything like, I'm looking for a monogamous relationship with you. And like, I want to see you exclusively. Like nothing like that happened. So for him to be like, you wanted to rush into a relationship, it's fucking bullshit. Like, anyway. Yeah, so that's my fucking piss off. And that's kind of where it... Oh, right, shit. Okay, there's one more thing, though, that I have to add into that, and then we're going to move on. Okay. The last thing... Okay. So in my bathroom, I have the standard garbage can that I think most people have in their bathroom, where it's like the tiny metal one with the foot kicker and the lid that flips up 
because I have a dog and I don't want him to get into the garbage can, right? But it's like a heavy lay. It's a solid close. So the first time that he slept over and that we banged, when it was done, he got up and he said, where can I put this condom? And I said, okay, well, you can put it in the garbage in the bathroom. Cool. He gets up. He goes to the bathroom, which is right beside my bedroom. I hear it's like the ding of the garbage can. Presumably the condom goes in. And then he comes immediately back. And I said, like, you can have a shower if you want. Do you need a snack? Do you want to have a drink? Like, and he was like, no, I just want to go back to bed. He did not go pee, which is important because he didn't pee the whole time that he was at my house. Because I know that because it was super weird. And at the time I was like, you drank so much wine. Yeah. So I was like, you have to have to pee. Like something is wrong here. He should see a doctor about his kidneys. Yeah. There was like, I think he was like nervous. It was really fucking weird. Anyway. Um, so he didn't pee. Condom is in garbage can. When he came over and I was high on T3s and then we had sex, same thing. He gets up, he goes to the bathroom, condom in the garbage can, ka-ting, comes back to bed. He did pee, but he peed at a different time. And I think it was before. I could be wrong about that. It could have been after. But he did not pee in the garbage can bathroom visit. Exactly. Okay. No, he peed before. 100% can guarantee you that he peed before. Okay. So he peed before. So then he left. So then, like, the next day I was cleaning the house, and then I was like, oh, I got to remember to take out the bathroom garbage because it's obviously rife with condoms, right? Two is rife? <laughs> yeah, it's gross. They're disgusting. I want them out of my house. So I go to the bathroom, and I open up the garbage can, and it's empty. Where are the condoms? <laughs> <laughs> so you, you heard him. He opened the garbage can lid and closed it. Yeah. Because you heard that happen. Yeah. But there were no condoms to be found henceforth inside the garbage can. <laughs> there was no condoms. Just so fucked up. And he didn't use the bathroom, so it's not like he flushed them. Yeah, because that was my first thought, too, was like, he must have flushed them. But then when I sat and thought about it, I was like, there's actually no way that he could have done that. There's no way. Unless, I guess, I'm just piecing this together. He could have flushed the first one. After I went to work. Like, gone back in the garbage can and flushed it. Yeah, he would like, have had to. picked it out of the garbage can. He would have had to do that. <laughs> or maybe he just picked it out of the garbage can and brought it home. Which is also insane. But, Very weird. But there is, a, there is a solution there. But the second one, there is no solution. And he was naked when he was in there, so it was not like he was in his pocket. <laughs> they, like, shoved it in his mouth. <laughs> I don't fucking know, but it's really fucked up. And also, who does that? Once you throw away a condom, like... Like, what did he think I was going to do with it? Oh, no. I, okay. Because I had a guy over here once, and he flushed the condom after. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? That's terrible for the pipes. <laughs> and then he says something about, I guess he wasn't directly accusing me and thinking, I think you're going to go fishes out of the trash and impregnate yourself because you want to baby trap me. But he told, he told me a story that a friend of his told him about he was, he fucked this girl and for, uh, he took the condom off and was disposing of it. But for whatever reason, he like went to the kitchen, put some hot sauce in there. And then after he like he left, like 10 seconds later, he, heard, he hears this woman scream. And he thought, like, he, he, this guy thought that, oh, the woman, like, yeah, like she took it out and tried to impregnate herself with the fucking semen. But she fucking, it was hot sauce. He did not realize the copious number of inconsistencies yeah, in that story. Yeah, I was going to say, there's a lot wrong there. First of all, who looks into a condom, expecting to find semen, <laughs> sees hot sauce or something, at, le- at the very least it's going to be pink, and it's like, this is normal, I'm going to put this inside my body, I want this fucking baby to fucking come to life. Well, you would just think it's blood. <laughs> I'm not going to try and knock myself off by some guy who's got bloody jizz. <laughs> oh, God. I just... Yeah, that seems and, like... And... Okay, the other point is, how long did it take? Like, okay, so they're in the bedroom, and he goes into the kitchen in the strange woman's house oh, no. and rifles around till he finds a hot... Like, I just... I could not believe... I don't believe it. That this guy was so stupid that he actually believed this story. Some people are very, very stupid. And he believes women are crazy and trying to baby trap them so you flush condoms because they'll show hot sauce up their cooch because they're that baby crazy. (laughs) Oh, yeah, because you know me. Like, I want the baby of the guy who can't text me back because then he has to text me back. 
so smart. He's text me about child support. Jesus Christ. Um, okay, so anyway, after that whole situation, which has just ended, I guess, I never even got a good fucking ending. Um, I re-downloaded Bumble and remembered that I hate it. It makes me sad. <laughs> um, but I wanted to talk about a time that you were on Bumble. Oh, I've, I've actually met a couple of people. Not well, a couple of people from Bumble. Um, most notably of was <laughs> Professor Bummer. <laughs> uh, I actually, I thought Professor Bummer was really cool. Uh, we went out, we only went out a couple of times and the first time, it, what had happened, the first time we went out, it was like partway through the date and he just kind of casually threw it in there that he had kids. Like it wasn't on his profile or anything. Which is shitty. And he didn't like explicitly say... He just, like, I'm like, oh, what are you doing this, you know, what do you got up going on this week? He's like, oh, I'm just, you know, doing dad stuff. And I'm like, That's oh. shitty. I'm like, yeah, because kids is a big deal. Like, if you've got kids, fine, but it's, it's a big deal. It's not just something, it's not like mentioning yeah. you like to fucking go kite surfing. Or, Larping. Yeah. <laughs> just like a little hobby is, that's inconsequential. Well, it's, it's a big fucking deal. Because it's a deal breaker. It, well, it certainly is for me. Like, I yeah. won't swipe right anyone who has kids because yeah. that's. I'm, I don't care to be part of that lifestyle. Yeah, so he just kind of, like, threw it in there. Dad. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Just dabbing around. Oh, God. Uh, wait, what, what else happened to him? What, what else was a big deal about him? Well, oh, you know, he was the one that... And I thought we got along really well. He, he was really fun. Uh, we only went, like, twice. And then he, like... I didn't hear from him for a week. And so then I texted him, and I'm like, what the fuck? I thought we had a good time. What's going on? I didn't hear from you. <laughs> And then he's like, oh, well, no. No, he's like, I've been to Up Island, blah, blah, blah. And so, not been, anyways. But then he says, so he gives some bullshit excuse of being Up Island, but then he tells me the real story, which is that he met somebody else, which is fine. Which, like, actually props to him because nobody has the balls to do that. Yeah. So well, good for me. I, I had to ask him. Mm, half points. So, anyways, but what was really unfortunate was the kid situation. Uh, between what he had told me about, like, there was two kids and their ages and from when he had met and divorced his ex-wife and all that stuff, based on the bits and pieces I got, um, I had surmised that it, it appeared as though, because he said one, he had one daughter and one stepdaughter, so one of the kids wasn't his, but it appeared as though both children were born after he had met his ex-wife. <laughs> Which is so great. So I'm really curious as to, like, did you guys, was she pregnant when you met? And that's the stepchild? Like, did she have a baby after you broke up? And that's the stepchild? Ooh, was she a did, surrogate? Did she cheat on you and got surrogate. pregnant by someone else? And that's the stepchild? And regardless of what the situation is, why are you raising this kid that isn't yours? Yeah, you have to kind of explain a little yeah, bit. Yeah, because right? it, like, it, it wasn't like I met this woman who already had a kid and I welcomed them both into my life. It was like, no, I met this woman and then she had one kid that was mine and one kid that wasn't mine. And it was. That's it was, so it weird. Was weird. I really want to know the answer. Yeah, and actually, because um, re- this is a couple years ago that I met him. And recently, this is well, maybe in the last... I don't know, whatever, six months or something. I matched with him again, again on a dating app. <laughs> and uh, I, I wondered if he remembered me, but he did. And I, I really wanted to bring it up. And I, <laughs> and I kind of might have, but he just like, he went he went ghost after a couple of messages. God damn he, it! He just kind of like said hi or whatever. And then he, no, he unmatched me. He unmatched <laughs> me like immediately. He, he started the conversation with me and made a joke. And then he unmatched me almost instantly. That's extremely insane. Because that means he knows who you were. Yeah. Maybe he just thought that joke was so funny that you just had to hear it. Oh, and then... do, you know, do you know what the joke was that he opened with? It's not funny. Rectum question mark? <laughs> Damn, you killed him. Yeah. Yeah, I hate that I know that. From you. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, he, he couldn't, he couldn't, he couldn't let that zinger pass by. Yeah, what a fucking, fucking asshole. Unmatched me. And especially since you have his phone number, you know how to contact him otherwise. So the match is just ceremonial. Like, that's just... Yeah. Fucking asshole. It was weird. Um, okay, wait. I think... Okay, so I talked a lot. We had kind of a plan, but I want to go on to one more thing that you wanted to talk about, which was pre-Wednesday guy. Mm-hmm. Um... I, I won't get into this now, but I was kind of... Oh, John Smith. Yeah, okay. I won't fold in John Smith, but 
you had a situation when John Smith was happening where you were talking to somebody else. Can you elaborate on that one? It wasn't someone you were dating per se with your phone. I don't know who you're talking about. It was around the same time. Uh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, all right. So, uh, so on, on, on our show, one of the things we like to do is to call out, uh, frustrating behavior that we have experienced with men. Totally. Uh, so in the interests of, I don't know, equitability, Mm -hmm. uh, Sometimes we also do shitty things ourselves. 100%. And so I, I sort of got called... Well, I didn't get called out. I got, I got caught uh, doing something... <laughs> I, I'm not sure if it's... Uh, maybe, maybe it could be seen as somewhat unsavory. Uh, but... So there was this guy that I had been involved with. Uh, and he... Uh, to make it all short, he had done something that... Uh, I didn't like, and I had sent him a text saying, hey, no hard, like we, we weren't, we, we had been involved and now we weren't. And after, after I'd calmed down, I had sent him a text saying, hey, just wanted to go on record and said, you know, that it was kind of, that, that was a shitty thing that you did to me. And, uh, now we can never talk about it again. <laughs> That's healthy. Yeah. <laughs> so... That sparked a little conversation, and uh, I, I guess we, I guess we came to a resolution. I didn't I didn't get an apology. No, not, not really. I no, I got a well, I'm sorry, which is with nothing, which is not an apology. No, no. that that's an I'm sorry you feel that way. Yeah, yeah. A, a good a good apology involves uh, saying what you did wrong, saying why it was wrong, and saying what you could or would do differently if you had it back yeah. or what you would do differently in the future. Anyways, I didn't get that. Well, I'm sorry. It's just, yeah. <laughs> uh, but we did come to a little, res- I, I, you know, it was, the issue had been brought up and I, I didn't bring it up to get an apology or anything. I just did it to advocate for myself. And I had been talking to you about this and <laughs> saying I was going to do this. And I had like sent you some drafts of some messages. <laughs> and like, should I word it like this? Should I word it like this? Should Which I is important like sometimes. Well, I never send the first message now. I cra- I do yeah, a draft and I speak on it and I ask for input and because like if you're saying something when you're all worked up, like yeah. it's it's not gonna come off composed. Oh, my notes app is just full yeah. of swears. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh so yeah, so Kaylee knew all about this. And so I had sent her oh so I'm like, okay, you knew this was happening. I'm like, I took some screenshots, I'm like, here, here this is how the rest of the conversation played out. So I was at work one day and I did this. It was like nine o'clock in the morning. And so I sent him off to Kaylee and I looked at my phone and all of a sudden, and I was at, ah! <laughs> because I had not sent them to Kaylee. <laughs> I had sent them to the guy. <laughs> so I was at work panicking and screaming at nine o'clock in the morning. I have no idea. The guy who sits next to me, I have no idea what the fuck he thought was going on. And I'm like, ah! ah! I'm like, Kaylee, is there any way to undo this? She's like, no, man. Now you're, you're, you're fucked. So I guess I just kind of leaned into it. No, that's not true. I told you to immediately say after, see, that's how stupid you sound. Which is actually a pretty good idea. <laughs> no, it's really if, if I hadn't, If I hadn't included the text, this is how the rest of the conversation went. <laughs> so I ended up just kind of owning up to it and being like, ah. Well, you have to. Yeah, I'm like, well, this happened. And I'm like, I made a little joke. I'm surprised it took this long for, you know, this to happen. And then... <laughs> actually pretty good about it and he was just kind of like okay well maybe maybe we can keep some stuff private how about that so uh so i apologized and i gave him a good apology you did give him a very good apology you really did i don't like admitting i'm wrong and i don't like apologizing but when i do apologize it's it was a a good one and it's yeah it's it's sincere and you did genuinely feel very bad about it yeah and and i yeah and i have not done that since yeah that's true actually Yeah, that, uh, I think we've all done that. Well, it's... It, it's a horrible feeling. It's, it's the, no, it's the easiest thing. It's easier to send a screenshot than to just tell a story yeah. about everything that was said. And then it's actually accurate too, right? Because everybody looks through their own lens. Yeah. And sometimes someone will text me something and I'll be like, I'm really offended. Should I be offended? And you'll be like, well, no, because this is actually what, you know. Yeah, like a lot you, of it is what do you think. And I think his issue, because I explained to him, like, yeah, we we do a lot of screenshots when we're trying to, like, De- decipher behavior and yeah. say what does this mean and he's like yeah well 
the screenshots you sent weren't necessarily of things that needed deciphering. Yeah. And there was talk about some other stuff that, you know, was none of your business. Yeah. So. But, yeah. but, yeah, he was right. However, you can't be, as a friend, very invested in a situation and then never get the results. No, no, you need to know how it ends. Yeah, you fuck off. You need to know how it ends. Like, 100% I was going to know about that. But, yeah, that. no, that's, that's good. He was right. That was, you know, I, I, I had overshared. Yeah, and, uh, and, and you I guys, have learned a lesson, and I'm gonna continue to overshare. Quite frankly, like I, it, it keeps me sane, I think, and I genuinely feel bad for people who don't have close friends or close girlfriends that they can bounce stuff off of. Or when men say, like Wednesday kept saying that him and his guy friends like talk, but they don't share intimate details. It's like that's a kind of a big shame, actually. Like that, yeah. I think that's something that the the, the lack of emotional intimacy in male relationships I think is like a, a huge problem mm-hmm. like I, I, that translates over into dating culture yep um, and I had read something about because because yeah women are, are very emotionally intimate with each other and so that's what friendship looks like to women and men aren't and that's what friendship looks like to men so when a man and a woman are friends the woman treats the man the way she would treat her female friends and she's emotionally open and talks about you know issues and problems and and shares with him but to the man she's behaving to him in a way that he exclusively associates with romantic relationships so he thinks she's she's giving him girlfriend behavior and then she thinks she's just giving him friend behavior and then they're at odds and that's fucking how friend zoning happens exactly which is i gave you yeah then the man thinks i gave you all this attention that i wouldn't give other females and now you don't want to fuck me yeah 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 100 percent um yeah and actually Wednesday said something kind of interesting and he asked me a question about sex and basically it was like well what makes a good male partner and then like we kind of talked about a few different things and he was like oh well like oh I made a comment oh wait I don't know how to say this in a polite way basically I said something that I think most women would be like oh yeah that makes sense and he was like he just had no idea oh and then I was like well how would you not know about that like this is a pretty common thing and then he was like oh well I just don't really we just don't really talk about that like his friends might be like oh yeah I slept with so and so but like that's the extent of it and it might be like it was fun or like this one particular crazy thing happened but they don't it doesn't go into like details about feelings or like, and then he did this and then he said this and then I said this and what does this mean? And blah, 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 blah. Like none of that happens, which like would drive me fucking nuts. Cause then you would always feel like a little isolated, I guess. Like, yeah. Well, like so much is like, what, what, what have your experiences been like? And let's compare and see if this is normal. Yeah. Like I am on a lot of, um, subreddits for, with regards to relationship advice and dating advice and all that stuff. And so many of the people are asking questions there. I'm like, don't you have friends yeah. that you should be asking this to? But sometimes people have friends that aren't totally honest with them. And, like, I'm sure you've had friends in the past, too. I sure have, where they're, like, really superficial. Like, they're not quite your people. Like, especially, like, when I was in university. Like, excuse me, I was with a bunch of women who I never would have hung out with otherwise. But we were in the same class and we were doing the same thing. So you have that kind of, like, artificially forced friendship. But, like not the same kind of honest like it's more of a, a frequent acquaintance yeah versus a, an actual well because you're study partner. partners and you're it's not like i want to go on a vacation with you and like like yeah it's just a different kind of thing um yeah so anyway i just thought that was a an interesting kind of realization which is like oh your life's maybe a little bit i wonder more. i wonder what guys like what a, a guy friendship is like and what they talk about and it must be unfulfilling I think. Maybe not. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I think it's... it's That was my chair. I, imagine, right. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know what it's like. Man. I, I guess there's probably a lot of joking around. I guess we do that, know. though, too. Yeah, but I, I know lots of women that I was, I'm assuming they don't joke around when they hang Actually, out. Actually, yeah, that's a good point. But I have like come to the realization, I think, more, especially during the pandemic, is that... Like, yes, I am missing a significant other in my life to do certain things with, like holidays and shit like that when you're like, oh, I wish I had a boyfriend. But there's no, like, gap in terms of, like, emotional fulfillment. Like, when it comes to, like, oh, I just, like, want the person to text every day. Like, I text you all day. Like, I send you memes all day. Like, I don't, you know, I mean, how many memes can I send? But it's just, like, 
those parts of my life are actually filled up with other women, which like, I don't think he gets. So like, how fucking lonely must it to be a fuckboy? Is that why you want to talk to so many women? Yeah. Because you get little bits of intimacy from all of them and you're trying to fill different... Because I don't think one person should fill all of your boxes or oh, check no. everything, yeah. right? Is that- well, there's a difference between getting 100% of your needs from one person and getting 1% of your needs from 100 people. Totally. Which I, that must be what it is, right? Like, yeah. fuck. Anyway, okay, there's one last thing I want to talk about and that was... Um, okay. So you have a saying that you like to say a lot, which totally fucking applies to Wednesday also. It applies to every man. It applies to everyone. Which we actually kind of think we should rename the podcast because it's a really good thing. <laughs> it's, it's kind of an overarching theme. Yeah. Yeah. And it is. You could have left me alone for free. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. So the man uh, that <laughs> so inspired this phrase uh, is someone that I met a few years ago. He, he it's worked, been years? It's, yeah, it's been years. Oh, my God. It's been at least two years. Oh, my uh, God. He, he, he works downtown, and I, I frequent downtown, so I, I know him through there. Uh, and we, I was interested in him. Well, when we met, he seemed interested in me. And I was interested in him, and we texted a little bit, and then he vanished, and then I ran into him again, and then we, like, hung out a couple times. <laughs> but, like, and he, he initiated all of this stuff. Which drives me fucking crazy! He was the one that, like, asked me to hang out all the time, and he seemed keen. But when we hung out, <laughs> I was very confused, because I remember just thinking, I'm like, why isn't he trying to fuck me? <laughs> I remember being very confused because, like, I don't know what to do with a man that isn't trying to fuck. Like, are we just, is this just a friend thing? But that's the thing. Or, like, Like, what the fuck is going on? No, because when you know someone's your friend, then it's 100% okay. Like, if a guy from the gym, you'd be like, oh, bleh. But, like, who meets fucking strange drunk women downtown and befriends them? Yeah, that doesn't. He was was working, so he was sober. What sober man? Tries to crap, forge platonic friendships with drunk women they meet downtown. That seems very odd. That's insane. Anyway, so yeah, so I'm like, why is he trying to fuck me? Anyway, so the last time we hung out, it was like it was like right before Christmas, and he was like going on. He was like tra- going to be traveling for a couple of months, and he was like leaving in a I don't know, like a week or something. And so the last time we hung out, he dropped me off and he's like, it was like a Sunday. And he's like, he's like, okay. He dropped me off. He's like, okay, like, let's hang out again. Let's like, let's hang out on Tuesday. I'm like, okay. He's like, if you, if you need anything from me in the meantime, like, let me know. What the fuck? Do you need me to help you like do chores or fucking stuff? Do you want me to take you on errands? Just like, let me know. Seems, seems super what? keen. Seems super keen to hang out. Take you on errands in his vehicle? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. So he wanted to hang out a couple of days later. And so then a couple days later comes, and I get a text from him that's like, oh, hey, I had some family emergency off island I had to go to. And I'm like, nah. Which is fucking bullshit. We all know it's bullshit. Like, nah, whatever. Uh, so then, fine. And then I don't hear anything from him. And it's the day he's, like, leaving to go travel, and I still haven't heard from him. So I just sent him a message that said, hey, I'm disappointed I didn't get to see you before you left. You know, Merry Christmas, happy vacation, or have a good time, or something like that. And I never heard from him. Fuck him! Yeah. That's like, fucking insane! Like, three days earlier, you were, like, asking to take me to do errands. <laughs> you were, like, offering your services. And then you just fucking vanished? Did he do a temp blow, do you think, that no. day? No, I don't. <laughs> anyway, so, several months later, I run into him downtown again. That's so insane. And I'm drunk. So I go and I start talking to him and I end up telling him off. Good. Yeah. And so then I leave and I'm like walking home and I decide that I'm still angry and I'm not done being angry at him yet. <laughs> so then I start texting him. Oh no. And I guess between, in, in the months in between, I changed my phone number. So he got this message and based on <laughs> what it said, he knew it was from me, but he didn't have the new contact information. So he texted me back something. And he called me fucking Danielle. <laughs> and I don't think I've ever been more offended in my life. It had only been like, it was like three months later. So it wasn't like years. He called me fucking Danielle. And I lost my mind. It was like 2.30 in the morning. I was drunk walking home from downtown just bawling. Oh. I was so pissed off. So pissed off. 
<laughs> that means he probably just met someone named Danielle that night and got her phone number and didn't know it was her. No. Oh, I guess because the, the way... Okay, that's funny. No, that, that's... Like, he knew it was you, no, that, but he didn't know your that's name. That's not what it was, because it turns out the reason he wasn't trying to fuck me was because he had a girlfriend who lived in Germany, but they had an open relationship, <laughs> but we hadn't talked about it. It was like this whole weird fucking story. But did he know from the text that it was you and he didn't know your name? Yes, or did no, he, he, he knew oh. from the text. Like, someone's yelling at me right now. It's, oh, it's, it's obviously... Oh, it's Danielle. It's Danielle who was yelling at me 10 minutes ago. Oh, okay, okay. Right? It was like two separate women were yelling at him for the no, same thing. No, no. <laughs> I uh, mean... <laughs> anyway. anyway, so I would, so after funny. all this... Uh, you know, after I would still see him downtown <laughs> periodically, and after a while, I stopped. You know, I'm like everything's fine, and we're I guess we're like friendly now. And I see him, we'll like we'll chat, and that's that's fine. Uh, so a couple of months ago, he kind of started like like he'd call me once in a while, like on the phone for like a fucking phone call. No, fuck him. Yeah, a couple of times, and then uh, he like wanted to hang out, and we like went and you know, got some tacos. He is weird. We did something. Okay, but he's and I'm like, I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Why is he doing this? What does he fucking want? What's 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 his end game here? And so eventually, uh, it, I guess him and his girlfriend broke up, and which, uh, well, I'm like, he's fucking trying to, whatever. Yeah. Anyways, him and his girlfriend broke up, and so this one time we hung out because there was something. It was like, oh, we're probably gonna break up, and then they did. Um. So we were out, we were out doing something, and I asked him, like, oh, I didn't think of it. He's like, oh, yeah, we broke up. And then we hung out a bit, and then, like, we parted ways. And then, like, five minutes later, he's like, were you waiting for me to make a move on you? Fuck off! And I'm like, oh, my God. Uh, I'm like, no, nah, man, I don't even try to predict what you're doing anymore. <laughs> Anyways, eventually he, like, wanted to, he's, like, through continued messaging, he, like, wants to hook up, and I got to tell him to fuck off. And that was very satisfying. Did you call him Dan? <laughs> no, I did not call him Dan. <laughs> so, sorry, Mike. <laughs> yeah, no. So sometimes if you play the long game, you end up winning. Yes, yeah, sometimes if you play the long game, there's, some there's, weird asshole strikes you along forever, and you get to tell him to fuck off. It was something here. It's still Ka-ching! satisfying. It is satisfying. It was still satisfying. I would love to see Wednesday in person, just so I could tell him to go fuck off and die. It would be. It would feel really call great. Call my wrong name. Hey, Thursday. (laughs) Um, Anyway, on that note, we have to wrap up because it's getting dark and I'm going for a paddle. Hopefully Um, it won't continue to hail. Yeah, fuck. Fucking Victoria weather, fuck. Um, Last thing, we have a potential guest lined up, our friend from the Yukon. Um, We just have to work out a time that's going to work for all three of us and we're going to try another distance episode. So if you're interested in being a distance guest... Um, send us a DM, but just understand schedules are weird and... And we're lazy. We are lazy. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll work it out. Um, but you know, it's weird times. But we're always good for, um, or we always like to hear a funny anecdote if you've got something to share. Yeah, we love to hear about people whose dating lives are worse than ours. Yeah, it actually does make you feel a lot better. And thank you for answering the Instagram, like, survey questions and stuff we've been doing. They're really fucking funny answers for me. (laughs) (laughs) So thank you. Um, If there's anything in particular that you'd like us to talk about, also let us know. And just a super casual, friendly reminder, the gentlemen who do our theme song is the local band Ilvis Freshly, um, and we heart them, and the song that we use is called Bombshells. Did you release something recently? recently? I don't know if that's recent or if know. pandemic time is fucking with us. Oh, yeah, I have no idea. Let's, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look it up. Let's see what he said. Okay, well, we'll post that in the um, episode description, I guess, hey? We have a new remix. Okay, they have a new remix. Of something. Um, yeah, I guess on that now, kids. When did that come out? I don't know. A couple of days ago. Oh, it's so like really recent. Yeah. Okay. Oh, that was a tight one hour. Yeah. We're really like... An hour of show and it's like, it's like 10 minutes of content and 49 minutes of yammer. Yeah, well. Well. That's, that's how we do it. Actually, probably like 10 minutes of that is... Um, not usable. Anyway, um, yeah, thanks for coming over to Denise's house with us, and we'll catch you on the flippity flip. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.